How will you invest your tax refund for this year? 47% of Americans are planning to use their refund for everyday expenses, home improvements, and vacations. What if you used your tax refund for a new home instead? Hi, this is Ed Locke with USA Mortgage. How about investing your tax refund towards a new home? Your refund can be used towards the down payment, closing costs, or paying down existing debt to help qualify for your monthly payment. So before you spend that tax refund, let's get together and see how to best utilize those funds. Call or text me at 502-680-0953. NMLS ID 448908-Acquisition Company, LLC, doing business as USA Mortgage, NMLS ID 227-262. This is not a commitment to lend. Additional terms and conditions apply. USA Mortgage is an equal housing lender. have scoured the podcast world, you have finally found the place where news is weighed in the balance. Welcome to Newsworthy with Stephen Jerry, two words and two question marks. Hey Jerry, welcome to Newsworthy. This is Steve and Jerry. We're glad that you're here. Double's already here. Mochi was first. How exciting. Very nice. Very nice indeed. I gotta turn my mic down just a hair. There we go. So uh we are glad this is a rare uh, rare. <laughs> I sound like such a hick. <laughs> Sorry. No, you didn't. Uh this is a very rare Monday episode. Um last Wednesday's episode was uh fraught with technical glitches. Anyway. Uh half of the episode um just disappeared. <laughs> Uh, we figured out it was partially, uh, it was all our fault. <laughs> we'll just say that. It happens. So, yeah, thanks, Mochi. We appreciate that vote of confidence. Um, glad to be here. Glad to have Ed Locke and USA Mortgage now officially our sponsors. Yes, we are. Um, we're stoked by that. That all started tonight. Um, and uh, A very good guy. Yeah, very good guy and very good company. I work with them as a realtor a lot. Um, don't mind going out on a limb and saying, hey, I, I would trust my children with them uh, and, and my own personal loans with them. So, you know, absolutely. And by the way, for those that are looking for his service and don't have time to write down the information, um, his business card will be on the website so you can get all of his uh Contact info is email, phone number, and all of that from the website as well. Right. Or they can email us at newsworthy with Stephen Jerry at gmail.com. They can also text us on our text line at area code 540-709-1318. We do have a website, Mochi. Glad you bring that up. And we will link to that website at the end of the episode. That way you have it and anyone can grab onto it and, and be excited by it. All that good jazz. I don't know that we would, I don't know that our website would be an excitement factor. <laughs> well, we could put pics on there. That no, no, do not, them no, no. The only pics that are going on that website are Pete Pics, Jerry. <laughs> we're out of luck then. No, no pics coming, guys. 
Oh, freelance personal assistant. If we need help, look at there. I like free. Is free part of freelance? Because uh, that, <laughs> that's, better, right? <laughs> that's good stuff. Good stuff indeed. I am so so stoked for today. She just lost any chance she ever had of being hired. She's way too enthusiastic about feet picks. <laughs> Sorry. So, uh, how was your week? Uh, my week was great, man. It was, uh, uh, well, it's Monday, so it hasn't been very long. So I had a great weekend, let's put it that way. True. <laughs> keep in mind, this is the replacement for our Wednesday broadcast. So. Yeah. It, um, uh, yeah, we're going back like 10 days now where we normally go back only seven. Yeah, yeah. Um, watched some good football yesterday. We talked a little bit about, man, that Miami Dolphins game was, was a very good game. Yeah. So was the Bengals game. I enjoyed that one as well. Uh, I, I, you know, I'm not retired, so I don't get to, get to stay up all hours of the night and watch games. You're like in that, bed. So You're right. I was out. It was a good game, though. Good deal. That it was. was so, it? the one bad thing about doing a Monday show, Jerry, is is the fact that uh, we have no wine tonight. No sweet red. Richard. We didn't no want people red. thinking we were a bunch of lushes. So, you know, we didn't want to drink twice in one week. <laughs> Very true. Very true. But red, sweet red will be back on Wednesday, I'm sure. Cold sweet red. Cold sweet red. The three qualities. Our, our crew here is, is obsessed with feet at this point. Oh, really? Talking about petties oh, and manis and their, how relaxing they are. Talking about what? Yeah. Yeah. Andrew Tate. You know, Andrew Tate is a podcaster, YouTuber, influencer. Um, oh, yeah. I definitely know who he is. Um, he is someone who, yeah, asshole. <laughs> you can throw that in there too. The MMA guy. Uh, he's the guy that is been recently accused of child trafficking, um, and he was released by Belgium. He was caught by Belgium, and they released him within a couple hours and had no proof. Um, so why did they even arrest him? <sighs> well, if you listen to Andrew Tate, it's all part of the plan to discredit him. You, you know, if who knows? I mean, you really don't know the heart of a person until you get to know a person. Yeah, uh, both of those are accurate descriptions. Um, but, uh, um, you know, he's used the platforms and a very coarse opinion to make a lot of money. Yeah. And that's ultimately what it comes down to. Um, people, people have bought into or tune into to listen to what crazy thing he's going to say next. He's one of those people. Uh, I didn't know that he, that, that part of his deal was the, the child. I knew yeah. that it was the exploitation of women. Yeah. He has been accused and was ran out of a few countries, if I remember correctly. He would pretend to like women, uh, to date them, if you will. And the next thing, he, he was turning himself into their pimp. Yeah. Uh, wasn't aware that some of them were minors as well. Yeah. Yeah. Real, so, real jerk. Yeah, real jerk. Um, he's 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 just doing it all 
he's one of those people that throws firebombs to be able to profit from it. You know, if he gets all the sides running and coming back to see who threw the bomb, he's going to make a few bucks. And Anything for a buck. Eventually, that all catch up with him and his world will come crashing down, unfortunately. Um, well, I'm sorry to hear that it wasn't able to happen with the current incident in Belgium. Yeah, well, if it's true, I mean, there's a lot. I mean, there's a lot to the story. There are a lot of pieces. And maybe in a different show, we'll, we'll start picking into some of the pieces. Because six months ago, when he first started, he, he preaches a lot about becoming self-aware, about being aware of what's going on in the world, really. And I'm using air quotes, aware. And when he was in one of his episodes that he was talking about, he's like, there's three different ways that you're going to come after me. And so far, of the three, all three have happened. So... You know, it, it was pretty. You know, I'm sure most criminals could pick two, three, four, five different ways that they're going to come after them. Yes. And be pretty correct. But we live in a land of law where we you do. are presumed innocent we until do. you're proven guilty. So, I, you know, we just can't really just go around, you know, letting everybody think that he's guilty. He, we, There's no proof of anything. This, But we'll see. Other than his own mouth. <laughs> yeah. Then that's big enough. There, there's a little more than that. From the article that I read, I remember there, there's a whole list of witnesses who are alleging that he did some pretty crappy, creepy stuff. So yeah. that's. He's a guy that I would never want to have a beer with. And if I had to experience his brand of people, I would need a shower. Yeah. Just be honest. So let's talk recipes real quick. Uh, if you did happen to catch our recipe last week before the show went completely kaput, good for you. You get to hear it again. <laughs> it's worth repeating. It's worth repeating. I'm going to tell you how to make my, I'm just going to call them fried green beans. There you go. Um, and I'll try to run through this. We, we say two minute recipe and they always end up long. So I'm going to try really hard to keep it under two minutes. But first, did I tell you what happened this weekend? No, you didn't. I, I got in a fight. Really? I haven't gotten in a fight in forever. Oh my goodness! I had to, wow. I was in a fight with one, three, seven, five, and nine. Oh my goodness! Yeah, it was bad. It was rough. I'm just telling you, the odds were against me. I can imagine <laughs> those numbers. <laughs> a couple of prime odds against you as well. <laughs> I took them out though. You did. Yeah, all of them. I, I stayed even headed. Oh, very well. <laughs> Two for one, huh? Yeah. And speaking of numbers, I don't know if I told you, it was during this weekend when I was at the numbers convention that I met the inventor of the number zero. Really? Yeah. I told number him thanks. Convention. Yeah. I told thanks him for thanks nothing. for nothing. Yeah. <laughs> speaking Ooh. of numbers, the other oh, day. Oh, I'm getting so much hate. I say <laughs> that was horrible. Oh. Speaking of numbers, the other day, a friend of mine saw me and they asked me why I was carrying a nine foot book. And I said, it's a long story. <laughs> Didn't have time to <laughs> tell them the whole thing. Oh, that's terrible. Anyway, two minute recipe. Let's go ahead and hit this fried green beans. Please so do. you're going to start with long green beans, frozen or fresh. Prefer fresh. Always prefer fresh. Quarter cup of Dale seasoning. Put the Dale seasoning in the pan. You're going to put uh, a fourth of a teaspoon of garlic, a fourth of a teaspoon of bacon, and a fourth of a teaspoon of onion chopped into the pan. So cook that all down in with the green beans. 
<laughs> you got booed too. Our jokes were both booed tonight. <laughs> How about that? Um, so you got these in, you got the green beans in, you're cooking them. They're good. You're going to add another, about halfway through, you're going to have to add another quarter cup of Dale's. Um, this is a very salty recipe. The Dale's makes it very salty, so don't add any additional salt. You can um, also use the reduced sodium. Reduced sodium, sodium. absolutely. Um, as that, as the green beans start to get mushy, not mushy, flexible, yes. uh, you know, wavy, if you will, um, you can go ahead and pull those off, drain the sauce off of them, coat them with, put them in a baking dish, coat them with some Parmesan, put them in the oven, pull them out when the uh, 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 Parmesan is a little melty, a little brown, perfect. Perfect, perfect. I did it under two minutes. Great. How exciting. Not only was your delivery great, the recipe is good. It's one of the best ways I've ever had green beans. Yeah. Fantastic. And I actually don't have a link to that recipe. You asked me about links, but I totally made that one all up on my own. So, um, several years ago. Several years ago. And yes, double for our OG, for Mochi and you, we would absolutely deliver green beans. Yes, we would. So, Mr. Jerry, how would you yes, like sir. to go ahead and start with our topic tonight? We got a lot to get through tonight. We got some that if you were live with this on Wednesday, you're probably going to be a repeat. We apologize for that. But we didn't publish that episode, so they're new to the rest of our audience. Um, the one thing that I want to re- <laughs> bring back up, okay. that since we didn't publish it, if you are listening to us from Slovakia, please email us. Where, Jerry? At newsworthy with Steve and Jerry at gmail.com. We would really like to hear from you and just see what you get from our show and if you enjoyed it and what we can do to make your experience better because, man, that's just so far out of the norm for us. And, and we would also like to know what drew them to her. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely I mean. would. So if you're from Slovakia and you're listening to our show, shoot us an email. Please do. Right now. <laughs> yeah, Lisa Marie Presley passed away too. That was 54 years old. 54. Yeah. Rough. Double brings that up. That's why I bring yeah. that up. That's a- I remember reading something many years ago that the idea of death becomes much more personal when people your age begin to die. Yeah. I felt that very strongly when I read the article about Miss Presley. It, it, immediately. You know, yes, she's young. She had, I think it was what, sudden cardiac arrest was what got her. Uh, and it's not the first of my friends, but with her, it was like, oh my gosh, you know, really? Guess I'm in that age group now. She was, you know, one of the hotties that I grew up, you know, <laughs> dreaming of, so. Yeah, very sad. Very sad. Oh, am I taking the first topic? Uh, yeah, go ahead. Me too. Well, this one is basically just a follow-up from last week when we were talking about the GOP trying to elect a House Speaker. And if I remember correct, that was on Wednesday before last. And at that point, I believe there had been six different rounds of voting. And McCarthy at that point still had failed to uh, become the House Speaker. And he eventually did on Saturday after 15 rounds of voting, which was the longest that it had taken to elect a House Speaker in 160 years. 
and, and th there's a few problems with that. The GOP um, obviously wasn't on one page. They, they weren't agreeing. And he had to end up making several concessions to get elected, to get the, the I think there was 18, 19 people originally that were not voting for him. Part of them were voting against him for other people. And several were just voting present, which is not as bad as voting against him. It's not a vote for someone else, but it wasn't a vote for him. Uh, now, of the things, the, the five concessions, and there was more, but there was more than five. But of the five that I'm going to mention, the, the first few uh, aren't good for the GOP. I hated to hear them. The last couple <laughs> really have to applaud the guys and think that they did a good job. Anyway, let's get into it. One of the first concessions that he had to make that's probably going to make it harder for him to govern is he had to agree that if one lawmaker objects to him, if one GOP representative objects, we have to go through this entire process again. They have to go revote on the House Speaker. I can see this turning into a threat for everything that somebody doesn't want. If you don't agree and, and go along with me, I'm gonna hold the party hostage and we're gonna have to go through another two, three, four day cycle of voting, depending upon how many people are not in agreement. Isn't it, doesn't this just strike you as another thing that we have to go round and round? It's just gonna prevent things from getting done in Washington. Absolutely. We, we, we talked a couple of weeks ago about all the executive orders. And how the next guy spends his first six months just getting rid Undoing. of the executive orders from the last es guy. Especially when the, the parties thing. change. Yeah, and this is going to be the exact same thing. Sure oh, I don't like that. So we're going to start from the beginning. Yep. Now, normally, normally, I'm okay with nothing that's done in Washington. That means they're not, bad stuff, right? they're not doing anything bad. Yep. But there's an occasion, you know, there's occasions that we have to have. Well, there's stuff. certain things that have to get done. Right. The, the budget. Right. <laughs> there, there's many things that have to get done. So anyway, I didn't mean to. No, no, no. The second thing is he had to agree to give more prime subcommittee roles for these 18, 19, 20 hardline dissenters, which is kind of a terrorist action, mm. if you will. Uh, you're talking about a very small minority of a majority but barely a majority republicans barely have they have a razor thin majority and of the gop the hardline dissenters that were objecting were just a very small part of that and these people were able to get several concessions and again one of them was that they're going to get several prime subcommittee roles those are the two bad so the, ne the next three I, I really like number three a lot he had to agree that members will now have 72 hours to review bills before voting. You and I talked a couple of weeks ago about the uh, $1.7 trillion bill that people were given. How many hours, Steve? 24 hours. 24 hours or less to disseminate a how many page bill? 4,001? 4,000 plus page. 4,000 pages. So if, if I have no idea how many assistants these guys have, let's say they had 10. And I'm sure they don't have that many. But if they had 10, that's 400 pages to read, digest, and come back and have a, a meeting tomorrow. You can't do it. You can't get through a bill like that in 24 hours. I think 72 hours is certainly. It helps. It helps. It's not enough, but it's better than 24. Absolutely. Number four, they're going to force 
a floor vote, which would establish term limits. Again, it's probably got very little chance, if any, of passing, but it's still a great idea. It's one of the, the best ways that things in Washington, D.C. could possibly get fixed. It's got nothing to do with party affiliation. It needs to happen with both parties. There should be term limit. Hopefully, if there was a term limit, instead of these people spending 10% of their time doing what they're there to do and 90% of the time trying to get reelected, which is the way that it almost always seems to work, that uh, at least for their final term, again, two terms for senators, three or four terms is usually what's mentioned for representatives. The reason for the difference between the two, obviously, is the fact that senators are, are elected for six-year terms and representatives for only two years. But if nothing else, hopefully during their final term, they could say, okay, I'm not coming back. I've reached the limit. Now I can spend the entire time trying to do what's necessary. Any thoughts on that? Well, term limits? I, I, you know, we have talked till we we're blue in the face about how, and, and I firmly believe this, and I don't know how you start the process, but I think because you don't want all, you don't want everyone to term out at the exact same time. There's got to be people in there who can pass the torch. Right. So it has to be staggered in some way. But I feel like in my heart of hearts, Term limits are truly the only way our government gets fixed. I agree. Um, because if people at the end of their term can finally not have to worry about being reelected, they can do what's hopefully best for their constituents. Because that's not happening right now. Not at all. Not um, close. Uh, so I, I think that uh, that is by far a, a wonderful. I, the problem is you're asking the the pig to lead itself to slaughter. <laughs> that ain't going to happen, gonna unfortunately. Happen. But at least it begins to shed a little more light on the problem, and this is a possible solution. And maybe if enough people begin to contact their representative and say, excuse me, I, I just noticed how you voted. Could you please explain to me why this is not a good right. idea? If we get enough of that, these guys will hopefully begin to listen. So I have nothing else we can drink. Right. Number That's five is right. probably the most important concession that they made, and I absolutely love it. And this is for the physical hawks. It is saying that if we increase the debt ceiling, which we always have to do, and uh, I don't remember what politician, someone in the last two or three days just probably uh, yelling against the Treasury Secretary, just announced that it's going to have to happen again few months away. It and, happens every few months. Yes, now, it does. Because it's spiraling up and out of control. It does. <laughs> and we can't seem to be able to stop it. So what these guys got a concession on. I'm sorry, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, well, we could stop. Yes. We choose, our leaders choose not these to stop. It's easier to kick that can down the road. Yep. It's easier to, okay, do whatever. And, and I, that's all I was going to say. It could be stopped. It could be. And to be honest, this it concession will have a big part in making that begin to come true. What they have got a concession from McCarthy is that if there is an increase in the debt ceiling, that we have to come up with budget spending cuts of equal amounts. Now, the, the scary part of that is it's probably going to be cut in the wrong places. Oh, sure. Um, a lot of the thinking is that military will probably be one of the first things they cut. Military is a significant amount 
of the total budget. It's like 17%. The problem is benefits, welfare, all the benefits thrown together is 49% of the total budget. So that's where we need to take some good, long, hard looks and begin to make cuts. It's, again, almost half of the federal budget. But both parties have shown zero aptitude for doing that. Again, when you begin to cut benefits, you're probably going to get punished at the polls. You're going to lose votes for it. Which is, again, why term limits become so important. Because we can't keep... The way it's set up right now, and if you are a recipient of benefits from our government, please, please, please don't take this the wrong way. But the way it's set up right now is we are rewarding bad behavior. And we are punishing good behavior. There's this story all the time talking about my own personal experience growing up and my aunt, my mom, and and how we were raised. And my aunt was out there trying. She was doing her thing. She was trying to work, had a minimum wage job. And they cut her off as opposed to trying to help her out. I mean, We have a system that encourages you to stay on the system. Yes. And we have got to stop. The only way to stop that is by having enough intestinal fortitude where we come from cojones to say, we're not doing that anymore. And and until we stop rewarding the bad behavior and rewarding the good behavior, hey, you want to improve your life? You want to go to community college? This is one of the few things that I actually agree with John Kerry. Mm -hmm. Community college should be free. I agree. You want to absolutely help the education level of our country uh, an associates from a community college in your local community is the way to go. Um, yes, it is. And even if it's not that, it should be a votech. If you want, you should be able to use your budget that you would be a, 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 given for your community college in a votech setting. Because in the same amount of time, you could become a licensed, what is that? It's not a journeyman, it's the one below that, apprentice for most. Trades. Um, Trades. Yes. And HVAC, welding, whatever. so many of them. Yeah. Diesel mechanics. I was watching a, a video the other day. It was a bunch of kids that were had went through like two Votech classes, mm-hmm. you know, school, like right. semesters. And they went to this thing and they were welding these shapes and it was all predetermined and they would go and just weld on the next weld. And there were employers there who would come by and inspect their weld, ask the player, hey, what do you think this cut with what you've done here? What is that worth? And they're like, oh, you know, five, 10 bucks. And they're like, how about we give you 35 bucks? Because that's a fantastic job. Right. You know, they're offering a job at this amount. Right, right there, out the door, in a job. Yep. You know, so <laughs> it, those two to me are interconnected. We're not going to get rid of the budget woes until we are able to do term limits and people have to make hard choices. And here's the other thing, and I'm just going to be blunt with this. This may sound bad or crass, or, and I don't care, to be honest, because it's the truth. The Democrats, the liberals, who cater to the people drawing the benefits, those people are only going to vote for people who give them stuff. So, And they know this. That's why they're not going to vote for term limits. It's why they're not going to, you know, it's why the GOP has a long, hard road ahead to try to show a better light because they're not the ones I wish I could say this. Typically, they're not the one they're the ones that are a little more 
fiscally conservative and are not wanting or wanting to do work for work welfare to work programs and programs to get people on their feet. But these these government programs are real. When you start having one or two kids and you're a single mom, it's really hard to pull yourself up out it of is. that. And, because and, we have a system that again will punish you yeah. for getting a raise at work. Yeah. I got a raise, so I'm going to get my food stamps cut. My babies are going to starve. I can't do that. But in many cases, <laughs> you you get a raise that's 5%. You get a promotion, you get a 10% raise. You don't get a 10% cut in these benefits. They're cut no. to zero because right. suddenly you're beyond this threshold. hypothetical imaginary, threshold. Imaginary, yes. how do you live on this threshold? And that's what we've got to stop, this all or nothing, because that all or nothing incentivizes people to remain on the system, which yeah, means absolutely. they're going to have to continue to live in poverty. Absolutely. Sorry, but, I didn't mean to get off on our No, no, I think it's a very good point. Uh, yeah, so hopefully that will happen. And now that we went through some of the concessions that they had to make, the, the other thing that's really bothered me a lot uh, since the Saturday when Kevin McCarthy was elected Speaker of the House was looking at what they have been able to accomplish in the week, week and a half since. As of last November's election, the, the main thing that we heard coming from the GOP, and I thought rightfully so, was that look at inflation. This is what the Democrats, when they have control of all three houses, this is what the result. Inflation's out of control. Um, and again, I think that it was justify, justifiable. I think they should have been talking about that. Now, since they have been in power for the 10, 11, 12 days now, whatever it is. Um, what have they decided to focus on? Have they done anything about inflation? Have they done anything about the economy? Not one. No, they did yes. They did do a bipartisan committee to explore Joe Biden's dealings with China. Yes. That, that's <laughs> certainly what, don't you think their focus should have been? Oh, yeah, absolutely. 100%. Again, it's back to what we're talking about. It's back to why do we need term limits? It's to get rid of behavior like this because all they're trying to do is get reelected in this case, not even by doing anything other than saying, here's how bad the other guys are. Yeah. I hate that. That is my worst. Um, that's probably my worst way to get me engaged in, in your political campaign. When you do want a campaign, tell me what you're doing, right? Tell me what you're doing. Good. Don't make tell everybody else is. look bad. How are you going to make us better? Period. Absolutely. Don't tell me what the bad guy, the other guy did wrong. Tell me what you're going to do. To, you and I have both been managers in retail. Yep. And I was trained by kind of a smart guy, you know, kind of a smart dude. What's really? the one thing that you and I both always did as managers? When you bring me a problem, you better bring me a, a solution. Possible solution. I know what the problems are. Yeah. <laughs> we know. We walk the floor. We know what the problems are. What's your solution? Yep. And politicians have to do the same. And we, sure. we as people, you out there in podcast land, you have to hold them accountable. Period. I was reading Thomas Massey's Twitter. It was from something you had sent out. What was it? Uh, oh, 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 oh. You remember the, the, the uh, photo that you sent me, which had uh, a list of all the countries and oh, yeah. the and all financial the, aid yes, that we're sending to these different aid. countries? Thomas Massey was on Twitter and he, he put up this photo and it showed basically uh, most I don't know about all but it showed a ton of countries and the amount of financial aid that were given them it's a good point uh, I saw one 
comment that I really liked. And it said, Mr. Massey, you are a part of the government. You're in Congress. If you can't do something about this, what do you expect us to, to, to do? Right, right. We're, we've elected you to represent us. To do whatever you got to do to make that not happen. Apparently, all you want to do is complain about what the other side's doing yeah. and saying you can't stop it. Yeah. Well, what in the world do you expect us to do? Right. We're not in Congress. We yeah. don't get to vote. Well, I think I think the point of him sharing that stuff is so that people know that it's not him. But I agree. that still don't help. But one thing about the list, uh, and keep in mind the list that he sent out, and he only sent it out, I think, a, a few weeks ago, and I'm sure that all the numbers were well before the Ukraine war. As a matter of fact, it has Ukraine on the list, and it says that their annual uh, aid that they receive is $503 million, if I yeah, remember correct. Because I sent it back to you and said, well, I think that's increased a wee bit. <laughs> what is trying it trying to make me mad, weren't you? No, I would just stay an obvious point. We're I think just it's, under $100, million, $100 billion. Is it really? Yeah. Okay. With the newest package, the omnibus, and sent them forty-seven more billion dollars. Yeah, that's it's right. Just it was under, around fifty in that. We're just under a billion, hundred billion dollars. A lot of money. A lot of money. But anyway, back to what the GOP has done. We talked about what they didn't do. They didn't address economics. They haven't addressed anything economic. They haven't addressed inflation. But what they have done is a couple of things. They have decided to open investigations into President Biden and his family. Um, why you ask? But they don't know. They can't tell you. Hunter Biden, possibly his son that has no political office. I, I'm no Hunter Biden fan. And if he's committed crimes, by all means, you know, I, he should be able to account for that. Is that the first thing that the GOP House of Representatives needs to focus on? Please tell me how that's going to help the average what, American family in any way. What, what the House GOP, we have a slim margin. It's like eight votes. Very slim. In the GOP right now, in the in the in the Congress, what they need to do is go back to 1994 and follow New Newt, Gingrich. Newt yep. Gingrich and his new his plan for America. People are sick, and I don't care if you're on the right side or the left side. People are sick to death with this bipartisan crap. People want real solutions to real problems. Now, if you listen to um, as an example, California is bleeding people. In fact, I saw a post the other day that simply said that Gavin Newsom had won an award um, from U-Haul for being the number one uh, rental truck salesperson in all of America because people are trying their absolute best to get out of California because of the taxes, the crime, the mainly taxes, mainly taxes. Mainly taxes. But the big cities are inundated with crime and homelessness. Now, I say homelessness, but I have to put an asterisk beside it. California has a lot of homeless, but a lot of those people are migrating in because of the weather. You know, if you're sleeping outside, it's very nice to sleep outside in 72-degree weather as opposed to sleeping in Wisconsin. <laughs> yep. so, or even Kentucky. Or even Kentucky at wintertime. Right. So, But you got to have solutions to these problems. and. So far, their only solution is to tax people more and do what with the money. So people in America, and this is sort of, we kind of disagree on this, but this is sort of why Donald Trump held so much favor for a lot of folks, because he at least 
was trying, and I'm using air quotes, and at least came across, he was a lot like Pat Buchanan back in the day, very populist, very let's fix America. That's a message that resonates with a sure lot of people. The um, problem with Donald Trump was it was a message in word only. <laughs> right. He didn't back it up with actions, no, especially that. now that we saw his tax returns. And this man who says he's one of the wealthiest people in the world, he, uh, he I think it was Forbes that it estimated his value, his net worth at $5 billion several years ago. And he screamed back then that they had way underestimated. Claims he's extremely rich, and yet what? Two of the last four years paid zero in uh, taxes, I mean, and one other year that, paid is, almost nothing. Is that is that a Donald Trump problem? Is that an American tax code problem? I, I think it's a little bit of both. Here's my point: <laughs> he has even bragged during debates about that his company pays very low taxes. At one point, when accused of that, his response was, "That makes me very smart." It's one thing to say that that you have a vision of how to fix tax uh, tax problems in this country, but then to turn around and say, I'm one of the wealthiest people in the world, much less this country, and I pay nothing in taxes. How hypocritical can you possibly be? You want to turn a lot of people off to your message when they find out that one of the richest people in the world is not paying taxes? Well, Great way to do it. I, I, I get what you're saying, and I understand what you're saying. I, I'm not going to argue it, but... Um, I'm just saying that 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 message is resonating with people because people are tired of politicians doing politics. Period. They want to fix for our problems. Yep. They don't want to keep the problem. The one the one thing that our generation is good at is fixing stuff, and we really want to fix some things. And if we're not doing it, then it's up to us to replace the people who aren't doing it. And, and that's, that's the problem. Where- you know, we can stand here and blame politicians all we want, it's but we are the ones that vote these guys in or out of office. So as long as we continue to be complacent, to accept this mediocrity, it's, it's not even mediocrity. You can't even say that's mediocre. That is screwing it, our grandkids' grandkids' future. If that was your budget at home, you would have done lost your house, your car, oh, sure. and been living in, in a homeless box in California. Yeah, absolutely. You don't have it out. Absolutely. Back to the point. We, we talked about what they didn't do. We talked about what they have done. There's two things. We talked about the one, the open investigation into Biden's. The other thing that the GOP has done so far is to also decide to open investigation into former Twitter executives who were involved in the company's handling of an October 2020 story about Hunter Biden's laptop. Who? First of all, if the laptop, which is in a, apparently an FBI possession, if it's in there, bring it out. Let's just get this over with. I First of so all, the tired. Democrats had it for quite a while before it was turned over yeah, to the FBI. Yeah, I so, wonder what they bleached off of it. We know that they're good for that. But I'm just saying. The Republicans also, originally the Republicans were the one that found this, right? They had it to begin with. So, again, same thing. What happened? Let's fix it. Yeah. <laughs> Bring it out. Let's get it over with. If the guy's a slumbag, which we all know he is, make it happen. Is there a connection? Was he giving Joe Biden money? Who knows? If he was, let's find out. I'm not even read that he was. Is that even insinuated? Yeah, I think so. There's zero proof of that ever. Uh, I don't know. I haven't seen the laptop. Steve, trust me. 
with Republicans being the first, the, the Republicans were the one that <laughs> They're going to start this investigation soon enough to find well, out. Anyway. Here's my point. The Republicans <laughs> are the ones that got this from the pawn shop. Supposedly the pawn shop owner was conservative. He sent it. He turned it over to Republicans mm-hmm. who ended up giving it to uh, the FBI. It ended up in the uh, hands of Department of yeah, Justice. The Republican Party is but we've blowing yet to hear, a huge opportunity. I just want to say that. We've yet to hear of anything. Uh, I'm not saying some rumors haven't come out, but th- there has been nothing that has been publicly alleged that he, some crime that he committed. But my point is simply not, I think he's a sleazeball. Yeah. This is the guy who slept with his brother's wife, uh, his his ex-brother. His, when his brother passed away, yes. he ended up having an affair with her within the first two or three months. The guy's a scumbag. Yep. Not trying to defend him. I'm just saying this is what the GOP thinks that the American public and, needs, and needs. They're making a huge mistake. They are. They're going to get blasted but in 2024 because of it. Too. Again, it's what we're saying. Stop trying to get reelected and start doing the job we sent you there well, to do in the first place. You know, you were kind of saying that there for a while that the, the Freedom Caucus holding up McCarthy like was, yeah. was a bad idea. Well, but I got some good concessions out of it. I, I mean... I didn't like the way that, yeah, it is. It is. Three good concessions out of it. So for that, yeah, I do. So I'm going to do one little story, and then we're going to talk about USA Mortgage a little bit. So Wyoming, uh, a a representative in Wyoming, have you seen this story? No. Has put forth a law. It hasn't been voted on yet. Certainly hasn't been signed into law. But this is just showing you that uh, there's a potential for a battleground getting ready to happen. Uh, the big push across the nation right now is electric vehicles. We don't have the infrastructure, obviously, to, if everybody bought an electric vehicle today, we would have zero infrastructure to support that. In Not fact, zero, but it would shut down our electrical grid. If every per- human that in America that has an automobile got an electric automobile, it would shut down our entire. We're not going to ramp from what? What are we? What percentage of the population has an electric vehicle? Ten. I don't even think it's ten. It's I think it's four or five. Six. But anyway, Wyoming said, "Ah, the hell with that." <laughs> um, uh, representative, and I'm not even going to name their name. It's not even that important to be blunt. But uh, Wyoming uh, are is looking to ban the sale of new electric vehicles within Wyoming by 2025. Is that illegal? I mean, what's the difference in banning electric vehicles than what California is doing to banning gasoline powered by 2035? I, I think didn't think is. they were banning. Yeah. They have said it. No, I don't think you so. Can't buy new ones. No, I don't think so. Here's what they have done. Here's the way this stuff normally works. It's they like tax it. exactly. Yeah. It's like cigarettes. You, instead of. Ooh trying to outlaw cigarettes, what they have done is to say by a certain date, we're going to have certain taxes. Now you can do that. Can you out actually do what you just said? Well, I'm pretty sure that wouldn't. Well, pass. that's why I just wanted to bring it up. I'm sure they're not serious. It's just meant to make a point to begin with. It is. Furthermore, another problem with the electric car industry, and I'm actually a big fan of them down the road. The problem is right now, if you're going to have an electric vehicle, how is most electricity made? Yeah. What fuel? <laughs> it's made with fossil fuels. Yep. So at this point, or gas. somewhere down the line, you know, if we get to the point where it's hydro-based, if it's nuclear-based, uh, if it's solar, 
different story. But yeah, when the vast trying, majority of electricity it, is being made by fossil to fuel. To me, it's, it's definitely one of those things that they're just pushing it way too fast. They are. The market will dictate when it's time for that to change. And you can help the market by doing some taxes or fees. Uh, but yeah, they've the, gone crazy with it. Speaking of complete bans, um, New Zealand, I think it was, I saw this article. I didn't write it down because I wasn't planning on bringing it up, but you kind of ran into it. Uh, New Zealand is banning all... <laughs> Sorry for that, guys. If y'all can hear, we have dogs here now. <laughs> and they are trying to get in like uh, Ramona and uh, my Ramona Eddie. and Eddie Spaghetti. And they're Going crazy right now. He's rocking outside the door. I apologize for that. Um, but New Zealand has banned all cigarette sales from anyone over uh, over uh, born later than or before. Sorry. They are banning all cigarette sales from anyone born prior to 2008. So, so the older people? Everyone. And it's it's working its way in so that cigarette sales will be completely banned in that country within five years. Gotcha. They're staggering it. Well, at least they've got people who are willing to take a stand in the United States. We don't. We're kind of doing the same thing, but we're doing it like we said through taxation. And they're just going to tax it to where only the rich can afford it. Um, yeah, so be it. So are we ready to uh, try one of these new buttons? No, uh, no, no, we're not going to do the buttons. We're going to read this one. No, no, no. What? Oh. Oh, is it time for emu news? Time for emu news. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> I love that. And the emu news update. For those of you that may or may not know, there's an, a TikTok famous emu named Emmanuel. Um, there's a lady in Florida. She's got a really small farm, two, three, four acres, and they've got emus and some other different animals. Uh, it's a hobby farm. And she has been on TikTok since the beginning, and you can go through, and even today after she's gotten famous, most of the original videos have got 5, 10, 15, 20,000 views. And then she started making TikToks with Emmanuel. And suddenly it was 1.3, 1.5 million, 1.6 million. <laughs> Emmanuel almost died. For those of you that haven't heard, he caught the avian flu, apparently a uh, flock of wild geese, I believe it was, landed. And uh, they had several birds at this farm and 50 something of them died. Emmanuel almost died. The good news is Emmanuel finally made it. He's recovered and uh, he's okay. I will leave after we uh, upload the episode, I will leave a link to his TikTok account, which by the way is knuckle bump farms. <laughs> but uh, good news for those that may have been worried. Emmanuel, the emu has, survived avian flu yay does that mean he has immunity to it or does he need a vaccine uh, you know but, uh, <laughs> i would assume it's like the people there is some uh immunity that will uh, come from having the disease i, was joking, I know you were 
but I use that as a way, a segue to let people know that vaccinations have proven to have a, a higher uh, effective oh, immunization than, okay. than, okay. than catching the d- disease itself. Gotcha. I understand. <laughs> it's, and, and yeah, Avian is definitely responsible for some of the egg prices that's going on. It's got a huge chunk of that. They've lost. Uh, an absolute ton of poultry and livestock because of the avian flu. And it's something that really just has to run its course. It does. It's either that or douse them with antibiotics. And who wants yeah. to do that these days? So, Well, I don't think the antibiotics are very effective. This is mm-hmm. just pretty no. deadly. And it, by the way, in case you're wondering why your eggs are costing 60, 70% more than they did a year, year and a half ago, thanks to the avian flu. Yep. What we were just talking about. You know, the mortgage market changes very often. So it's important to have your mortgage professionally managed. It, it sure is. Ed Lock with USA Mortgage offers great and personalized customer service with more customized options tailored to your financial goals and needs. So if you're looking to cruise into a new home, he can be the driver that gets you there. Just call or text Ed at 502-680-0983 and find out how to get pre-approved so you can find your new home. NMLS ID 448908-Acquisition Company, LLC, doing business as USA Mortgage, NMLS ID 227262. This is not a commitment to lend. Additional terms and conditions will apply. USA Mortgage is an equal housing lender. Yay! We did it, Jerry. We did our first live promo for Ed. I'm so excited. What was it you said, and while we're on that topic, what was it you said earlier um, about professionalism? Relating to what? Relating to what we, we, we are doing here. Oh. Yeah. There's a lot of people who, when you use the word professional, they think that it's... Uh, directly related to your experience, to how good you are at whatever it is that you're saying you're a professional at, which is normally true, but but not directly. doesn't have to be. The definition of professional is when you begin to be paid for it. Look yeah. at any sport that the NCAA covers. If yeah. you take money for the sport, then you are professional. You're no longer allowed to compete as an amateur. You are a professional. And we I'm, are now professionals. Are now professional podcasters. <laughs> Hard to believe. Would you ever have thought about that in in all this time? Not until you first broached the possibility to me. I was like, what the hell? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so time's getting short. I only want to throw in a couple of things, Jerry. Uh, First of all, have you heard about being it's Martin Luther King Day? Um, Have you heard... Sorry. Couldn't do it with a straight face. I can't do it with a straight face because I absolutely agree with what this little kid says. Uh, have you seen or heard about the um, new the new Martin Luther King sculpture? No. <laughs> I heard about it. It's called The Embrace. It is supposed to represent Martin Luther King and his wife. Martin Luther King's uh, uh, sculpture that was 
placed in Boston Commons in Austin, Massachusetts. That looks like two arms holding a big old uh, penis, <laughs> for lack of a better word. <laughs> um, penis, huh? Yeah, yeah. And the whole article is showing about, uh, and I'll read the quote from the young man again because it's kind of funny. And uh, it was her cousin, uh, Martin Luther King's wife's cousin, uh, that actually was there, and they're talking to him. He said when it was unveiled, a little boy pointed out, that's a penis. And everyone was like, yo, that's a big old dong, man. $10 million. $10 million for a big old thing that's going to be there forever. $10 million bucks. Yeah, I know, right? My goodness. (laughs) Yeah. How many people screwed up? How many, like you said, when we were off air, when I dropped this, and I, gosh, I can't believe I did that again, but <laughs> how many sets of eyes saw that and was like, yeah, that's a good idea. Yep. That's a great idea. Let's do it. Because <laughs> from whatever angle, I mean, it's a round, but whatever angle you're looking at it from, it looks like that. It, it's, it just does. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Pretty sad. Yeah. Well, speaking of sad. My next topic is pretty sad. Uh Uh-oh. Donald Trump Jr. is on social media grifting the Holy Bible. Yep, you're right. You heard correctly. He is selling Bibles. He's hawking them on Twitter. And he's directing people to a website. You can check it out yourself. It's wethepeoplebible.com. They have several different packages. The cheapest thing that you can buy, the, the one... Simple Bible, $69.99. Crazy. $70 for a Bible. In the infomercial, he mentions that the Bible is made in America, printed in America, and assembled in America. I'm just happy that he isn't claiming that it was written in America. (laughs) Just an FYI, just a few weeks ago, this is the same guy that when he was being questioned by the January 6th Congressional Commission, was asked about $240 million that the Trump campaign had raised to help fight the election results. They, he was saying that it was fraud, and he raised roughly $250 million to help fight it. They spent about $10 million. Uh, some of the people asked Donald Trump Jr. if he knew where the other $240 million was, roughly a quarter of a billion, right? He said he didn't. He had no idea. Now, he doesn't know where that quarter of a billion is, but he does think it's necessary for him to sell Bibles for $70 a piece. By the way, if you, when you're on that website, again, it's wethepeoplebible.com. If you can find any mention of what the money is going to be spent for, please, please write and let us know because I'd looked and looked. I originally thought it was going to be another fundraiser for his father's uh 2024 election campaign there's no mention anywhere anywhere that i could find of what this money is being used for selling 70 dollars bibles you know you, you can buy some of the you can go to uh religious websites you can go to christian bookstores and buy their good bibles the nice well-known brand for far far less or you can just rent a night in a hotel and take one of theirs the gideon bibles which yeah. by the way if you ever want to help support the spread of the Bibles, the Gideons is the way to go. They, yep. uh, they, yeah, doesn't matter. Hotels, jails, hospitals, 
the Gideons. The last I heard, I think they have given away two billion Bibles and uh, great organization. Anyway, that's it. I got one little thing. I just want to show that our 80-year-old president still got it. Still got it. Huh? Still got it. What it is, we don't know, but he got it. Uh, he was at a, uh, a gala uh, celebrating Martin Luther King Day. It also happens to be his wife's daughter, his wife's birthday today. Didn't know uh, that. And he wanted to go about singing her happy birthday. Really? Yes. Did he remember the words? He remembered the words. Okay, good for him. He forgot her name. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> well, I guess that could only be worse if he had called her by his first wife's name. Oh, geez. It was bad. Ah, this guy. This guy. This guy. Yeah. I, I I don't know who's running our White House. You know, we talked. It's a not few this ago. Well, sadly, it probably is. You know, that's the scary part. It probably is. Jeez. You know, I don't know who else it's going to be. I mean, he's got a ton of advisors, and hopefully, he realizes how everything is, and he's really closely listening leaning to the advisors, the leaning on them very strongly. But every word out of the White House, every word out of everybody associated with the White House is that this man's going to run for president again. I know. Scary. And scary. most people think that he's probably going to get in. It's I really hard to beat the incumbent. It is. It is. <laughs> but I don't think. Yeah. Surely, surely if we reelect Joe Biden um, as president, we have the president we deserve. Well, period. We deserve every president we elect. I know. Right? Period. I know. Except when the elections are thrown. That's a joke. It's a joke. <laughs> For those of y'all that couldn't see that look that Jerry just flashed me. Another roll of the eyes. I literally saw flames shooting his eyes. No, not flames. <laughs> you, you misread the look. It was an eye roll saying, here we go again. Yet another conspiracy theorist. <laughs> I've heard so many from you. I really well, man, I, I appreciate the show. Uh, other than my one little glitch that you're going to make go away tonight, yes, we um, I think it's went really well. I love the new equipment, the new studio. I love the new association we have in USA Mortgage. Absolutely. Um, and uh, I'm just stoked to be here. I'm glad for all of our guests. And uh, we will be back live Wednesday. Um, same bat time, same bat channel, as they Absolutely. said. And folks, if you can't see the light, be the light. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you.